Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Missiles continue to be fired into Israel from Hamas. Hamas, a terrorist organization supported by the Iranians. Now, ostensibly, we're supposed to believe this is all about a land dispute. Palestinians being thrown out of their homes. But is that the case? And what of this story of a building being taken out in Gaza, but it held journalists? Or is that more narrative as opposed to fact? In understanding what's going on, facts are important. Historical perspective is important. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. The phone number, 833-468-8669. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. Aviv Ezra joins us right now. He is the Council General from Israel to the Midwest of the United States. And, sir, uh, I know it is a a Jewish holiday. It is Shavuot. It is the dedication of, of the Torah, and I appreciate appreciate you still taking the time to be with us. At last count, we know that it's 1,500 missiles that have been fired into Israel. Can you give us an accurate count of the amount of missiles that you believe have been fired and how many Israelis and of Palestinians, if you haven't, have been killed in this fighting? Yes, Tony, thank you so much for being on your show. Good morning. Uh, unfortunately, the numbers keep, keep emulating, and we are talking about more than seven days into the fighting and into the shooting against Israel. Uh, millions are in shelters. We, our numbers are 3,100 3, rockets that have fired the, directly that hit uh, the entire state of Israel. We got more than 10 Israelis that are killed. We got, uh, by the way, all of them, are, apart from one, are civilians. We got Hamas rockets that have continued to uh, to, 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 to fire towards Israel. And I have to tell you uh, that there is very good news. Uh, that One good news that I can put, which is the interception rate by Iron Dome, which is a missile defense system that was developed with the United States, is about 90%. This is a, a system that not only saves lives, but also prevents wars. Because I can tell you that if these rockets would have uh, penetrated Israel. Israel would have not had an option, but rather to go all hands against against Hamas. And in this sense, as I said, not only saving lives, but preventing wars. So let's dig in a little bit to what they make the claim is causing this. And I, and I say that for a reason. We'll, we'll get to it. This has to do with, with land disputes, as we're, we're hearing about it, right? This case, uh, it's front of the, in front of the Israeli Supreme Court. Uh, Sheikh Jarrah, I think I'm pronouncing it properly. So this is the idea of a land dispute. Now, I am not saying that this is actually the reason. I think the reason is much more clear, and I think most Americans and others around the globe know it. But I was hoping you could address what this legal case is so Everybody has the same level of understanding of what the claim is as to why Palestinians believe they're just randomly being thrown out of their homes. Yes. Yeah, so thank you. Thank you for diving deep. And I think it's important for your listeners to dive, to dive deep. I think Sheikh Jarrah is definitely not the story. Uh, Hamas is attacking Israel for its declared goal of eliminating Israel. And I, I, I would go into it in a second, but I want to say that logically speaking, if Sheikh Jarrah was the story of, the, of a dis- real estate dispute of, uh, of evacuation of six families from Sheikh Jarrah uh, uh, out of their homes because of a, a real estate judicial process, 
I would ask you, would they already have tens of thousands of missiles ready towards uh, shoot to, to, to be shot towards Israel? And the answer, of course, is not. Uh, their charter goal is to eliminate, annihilate Israel off the map. And this is definitely not the story. Hamas has exploited a legal matter, which is, uh, uh, they turned it into a nationalistic and religious issue in order to bring about an escalation, violence, and terrorism. And whoever links Hamas terrorist attacks and hundreds of rockets or thousands of rockets that are launched against the civilian population in Israel to the issue of Sheikh Jarrah is actually playing into the hands of this terrorist, terrorist, radical, murderous regime or organization, and they're granting legitimacy to terrorist activities. And you're right, it's about narrative versus facts. The facts are pretty clear. If you want, in one sentence, I would say 1948, Six of these locations were, uh, by the deeds, we have all the deeds, they belong to a Jewish fa- to six Jewish families that were evacuated in 48 by Jordan. In 1967, when, when, the Israeli, uh, when the Israeli forces came back to, to uh, Jerusalem, these families have decided that they are going to judicial process to, uh, to get back what, they, what belongs to them. By the way, there are hundreds of Jewish families that are evicted during, because of judicial real estate dispute in Israel. Nobody is, uh, is shooting 3,000 rockets upon civilians. So this is definitely hijacking a real estate judicial dispute, court case dispute, to a nationalistic and religious war. No doubt about it. Talking to Aviv Ezra, the Council General of Israel to the Midwest of the United States. So this quote-unquote property dispute. You have these Jews who were removed from their uh, property uh, in this, uh, this tr- when this uh, Transjordanian Arab Legion invaded the country and took Sheikh Jarrah and, and uh, the old city. They're making the claim, hey, this is our land. We want it back. Now, there is a idea of the court, and then there's the idea of the court of public opinion, where it looks really bad for Israel to be taking Palestinians out of their home. Then there's the idea that if these people get to stay in land that is not there, the Palestinians, the Palestinian Authority, Mahmoud Abbas, uh, others saying, you see, this is our land and we control it. But as you're pointing out, and it's the story that constantly gets pointed out, I discuss it here. Barry Weiss is discussing it in her substack. Uh, everybody who is, is anybody who has a, a deeper understanding of these subjects takes a look at this and says, yes, that's what Hamas says, but Hamas is a terrorist organization, and as you discuss, their belief and goal is the elimination of of Israel. So this property dispute conversation is not one as uh, progressive Democrats in the United States uh, refer to this as some kind of human rights issue, but rather this is about a survival issue for Israel. This brings us to the Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who said that operations will continue until, and I'm quoting here, security of our people is restored. What are these operations, and does that include the total eradication of Hamas? Well, uh, that, that's, uh, that's a goal that, unfortunately, we will not be able to achieve because of a few reasons. First of all, they're shielding themselves and they're committing double war crime by shielding themselves with human shields and hiding behind civilians. They're shooting from hospitals, shooting from uh, schools. And there's no way, shape or form that an Israeli soldier will shoot upon uh, 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 any human shield. And by the way, the, our, our enemy, Hamas, knows that. So they're utilizing that and they're preventing us from really uh, eradicating uh, 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 effort that you have discussed. Second, 
obviously the UN and the EU will will not allow any opportunity to uproot uh, from from the roots uh, the Hamas organization, and that's not going to be uh, doable because they are continuously uh, hijacking. They are non-state actor that is hijacking a, a, a the entire Gaza Strip into their own favor. By the way, I'm hearing a lot of complaints from Palestinians from within Hamas against uh, Hamas, but they cannot do anything because at the end of the day, uh, Hamas is a regime which is murderous, radical, and vicious, and, and will continue being what it is against its own people. And lastly, we will try to seek a certain kind, and this is the goal of our activities, to seek a certain kind of a point. Look, since 2014, we were trying to, to reach a certain kind of equilibrium, but you cannot reach an equilibrium with an organization that its sole purpose is to eradicate you and annihilate you. So what we are trying to achieve at this point is a point where there is a high love, enough level of deterrence against Hamas that they understand that it is not worth the, uh, the price tag is not worth their effort to go after Israeli civilians in a sense that will push them to at least, at least as much as possible from trying that again. By the way, we did that with Hezbollah, if you remember, in 2006. And uh, Hassan Aswala said that one of his miscalculations is that Israel responded so harshly. So, yes, Hamas should know we will respond harshly when they're going after our civilians, our children, our elderly and innocent civilians in Israel. But to the idea of, of Prime Minister Netanyahu's statement that when the security, this will continue until, quote, the security of our people is restored, um, does that mean that the, that the shelling stops, that the missile stops, or does that mean that Hamas is no longer the, the, the ruling power of the Palestinian people? I think uh, the, a combination of the former rather than the latter with the point that I said that they will understand that they should not and would not and could not and need not go after Israel uh, once again. It's not within the calculus that they would uh, like to achieve. But to your question itself of eradicating Hamas, that at the end of the day has to come from within. The regime change has to come from within. We're, you know, we've, we've attempted that in, the, in Lebanon in the past. That, that does not work. We cannot impose on them whatever leadership we think it is. And I think the Palestinian Authority even though they're not big founders of the state of Israel and Zionism as a whole, they're a moderate force that need to extract Hamas, which is a very, as I said, radical, vicious, murderous regime, and not let them call the shots for the Palestinian people because it's against their own interests. Obviously, it's also against our interests. Let me move over to a story that you're hearing a lot in in American media circles. Uh, You're hearing a lot from... Uh, members of Congress, and that is this building in Gaza where Hamas was, uh, I guess, had some some offices, headquarters, if you will. You can imagine the level of well-prepared that they are. A building that also had uh, the Associated Press and Al Jazeera news outlets in it. Warnings were given. The building was destroyed. And Israel has been taking it on the chin for basically blowing up this building as if somehow this was an attack on media. How do you respond to those claims from members of Congress and others in the media apparatchik that this was a wrong move? This is actually a very clear and cut case. When you have Hamas embedded within media, embedded within uh, uh, buildings and uh, acting from their to go after Israel interests, including headquarters, including offices, including operations within 
within the same building. And we know that. And they're hiding cynically behind AP and behind Al Jazeera. And they know that we are very sensitive because that's, what, that's who we are. We, we have the freedom of press. We have the freedom for journalism. And they know that. And they're hiding and they're operating from that building against us. At a certain point, enough is enough. And AP and Al Jazeera should know that if they're on the 35th floor and on the 36th floor there is Hamas terrorist, and on the 39th floor there is a Hamas headquarters, and on the 40th floor there is a, there's a, a Hamas uh, operation room, they should know that they should not be allowing these terrorists to be embedded in their own operation. And Israel not only uh, is going to take it down, however, it's going to do it in a manner that will all, also take into account that there are journalists there. We have gave, him, uh, gave them, as you said, an advanced warning to the owner of the building, to all the people that are innocent civilians that are inhabiting their building, and we made sure that they are aware that we are not going to take it lying down anymore, that we'll take that, that, that building, by the way, in a very surgical manner. None of the other buildings surrounding it is a very new technology in terms of taking it down. None of the other buildings are hurt, and we take down this specific building because there are terrorists embedded in these activities of, 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 uh, of the building. Talking to Aviv Ezra, the Council General uh, from Israel to the Midwest. You can find him on Twitter at Aviv, A-V-I-V, Ezra, E-Z-R-A. I want to bring it to a little bit of American politics and the concept of narrative as, as we were discussing. Uh, you have Representative Ocasio-Cortez saying that apartheid uh, 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 democracies don't have apartheid. Uh, Representative Rashida Tlaib has called uh, not only Israel a, a racist nation, referring to a Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, but has called it an apartheid nation. Congressman Andre Carson of Indianapolis has agreed with Representative Rashida Tlaib in calling Israel an apartheid nation. How do you respond to that? First of all, I respond to that to working with uh, mainstream America and mainstream decision makers in America, including and not limited to the U.S. administration, the U.S. legislative branch, which hundreds of its members, uh, and including, as I said, uh, the, the governors and the state levels. Hundreds, I would say, vast majority of all that I mentioned right now including the president, all the way down from the president through secretary of state, through national security advisors, through the majority of the legislative, Democrats and Republicans alike, governors and state legislators, not only support Israel's uh, right for self-defense, they condemn 100 percent these terrorist attacks coming in shape of uh, rocket to Israel. Yes, you're right. They are very, I think, I would say very, they call themselves ultra-progressive or radical I find it sometimes mind-boggling when ultra-progressive uh, supporters uh, can support a radical regime like Hamas. If you are a supporter of, of uh, pro- progressive supporter, or if you are a supporter of a liberal democracy, gay rights, LGBTQ rights, human rights, you cannot support Hamas. These are the number one human rights atrocity uh, makers in, in the Middle East. You, you know, the same goes with Iran. If you're supporting... If you're a progressive, you can't support Iran. They're hanging gay. They don't have human rights. They don't have media rights. Sometimes it's just mind-boggling to understand how that circle goes around, and we have human rights supporters 
supporting human rights abusers. <laughs> I think it's just uh, uh, it's extremely disheartening. Uh, it's uh, very confusing. It's very worrisome and mind-boggling to see these kind of circles. But I don't want to focus on the extreme and the radicals. I want to focus on the majority of the U.S. Uh, decision makers and public opinion that understand the following equation. What would America do if 3,500 rockets would be shelled upon your cities? What would they do if, if, if 350 or 35 or one rocket, three rockets, would pull up on you? You will exercise your right for self-defense. And this is where America, genuine America, mainstream America, and decision makers are standing today. Well, I, before I let you go, I've got about 30 seconds. Uh, should Americans expect the end of this round of fighting? I hate saying it that way. I really do. do they, should they expect that to come in days, or should we expect this to go on for a while? We don't have an interest to prolong it, uh, uh, but one interest, which is to deter Hamas and to make sure they understand that if they will go after innocent civilians in Israel, Jews, Arabs, Christians alike, if they will go uh, continuously to attack Israel, there will be a price tag attached that is not worth their time. This is, this is the only goal that I can uh, put on it. Aviv Ezra, Council General uh, to the Midwest from Israel on Twitter at Aviv Ezra, A-V-I-V-E-Z-R-A. Uh, I, hope, uh, I hope your Shavuot is fun and enjoyable and there's some good study for you. Aviv Ezra, always a pleasure, sir. Thank you. Pray for the peace for Jerusalem. Thank you. With that, we're doing more to get to. I'm Tony Katz.